Hypnotherapy works with the subconscious mind. In the subconscious mind, we store all of our beliefs, all of our experiences, all of our memories. The subconscious mind does not reason with time. Time is not a thing. It's everything is now. So everything that we experience, every time that any trauma or any experience or belief gets triggered, it's as if it's happening now. It's not bringing up an old memory. It's living in this, in this moment. And that's why we feel so frozen or, you know, whatever our nervous system does in those instances, that's where the trigger comes from. Our subconscious mind doesn't sleep. Everything is. It's there's no negatives and no positives. It just is. So um, it's also the most powerful and lasting way to make change. Hello, hello, and welcome to all of you beautiful souls. Thank you for tuning in today to the Heart of Soul podcast, Earthy Nova on YouTube. My name is Amana, and I'm so happy that you're here. I invite you to sync to the cycles of the moon with me with new episodes on full and new moons. This is a space where we explore what it means to be wild women walking upon this earth, remembering how to turn inward to our innate inner knowings, unearthing that which is often unseen and unspoken. Together we practice using our voices in the ancient ritual of storytelling connecting about that which unites us as we share our stories of birth, life, and death, honoring how both we and our stories shift across time. It is my hope that soaking in these stories will bring you closer to your own inner compass and center you into a more embodied, alive version of your beautiful, unique self. Today, as we sit recording this, it's June 19th, 2023, and the moon is waxing crescent in Cancer. I'm currently on call for a birth right now, which always feels a bit cosmic for me, leaning into that unknown of this liminal in-between time, knowing that I could be called forth to be at this birth at any moment. Today, I have Viva Nayeli with me here today through the cosmos on Zoom. I have known Leva for almost nine years now. I first laid eyes on her at a beautiful goddess gathering and felt an instant deep cosmic connection. Over the years, we have continued to gather in circle, in nature, in community with one another, and feeling the emotion coming from this little part I want to share about after I birthed my son Odin I remember her coming over to offer her healing energy to me and the way she cupped my heart one hand on the front and one on the back underneath and how just impactful that sacred touch and healing energy was for me Leva is a certified hypnotherapist, energy healer, mother, and just so much more. And I am so grateful to have her here with me today to share her wisdom and presence. So Leva, I would love for you to just, yeah, begin by introducing yourself in whatever way feels good to you. Thank you so much. That was emotional and beautiful. Thank you for that acknowledgement. 
That was a really beautiful moment that we got to share. And I felt really super honored to be there in your sacred space, very close to your birth. So thank you for your trust and your just beautiful connection. I love you, sister. Um, I feel very honored to be here today. Uh, I would love to share with you what I'm doing and um, how I got here and where I'm going. Um, my name is Leva Nayeli. I'm a mother of three girls, uh, 16, 14, and 10. Um, they're incredible and in many ways, my way showers, <laughs> my teachers. Um, I have been in the healing arts for a good 25 years now. Um, sharing and utilizing so many different methods and techniques. Um, I love what I do. I feel really passionate about um, helping others uh, remember and guide themselves back to uh, the truth and their nature and their connection with and oneness with nature and all things. Um, I guess I could just begin with how I got into hypnotherapy. I currently rebranded my whole um, healing practice to gear towards hypnotherapy. I am just literally on fire for this, this therapy and this medicine. It's um, so effective and so accessible for everyone and uh, profoundly transformational. Um, mm -hmm. I myself received hypnotherapy the first time I was 28 years old and pregnant with my first child that I gave birth to. And I went to a woman <clears throat> that I had met uh, multiple times and she offered it to me. Um, I went with the intention of clearing anything that might be there for me um, in the way of having the experience of birth that I intended and desired. Um, I myself was adopted at two days old so brought up and grown in the womb of a woman, a very, very young woman, 16 years old, um, with all of those emotions and feelings of what was coming for her, um, knowing that she couldn't keep me. And so I was very interested to see where this could lead, what could come up, and um, really wanting to just clear my own path for uh, just the beautiful birth that I wanted to experience with my daughter. So, um, I, it was very successful. It was a very powerful session. I went to the time of my own birth and literally kind of observed my mother and my grandmother in the, in the delivery room, um, had a transformative experience with that kind of rewrote a little bit of that experience. And my birth with my first child was so perfect. It was, it was, um, short, not, I mean, about eight or nine hours. Um, it was beautiful. There was no complications. I was at home in a tub in my living room, surrounded by people I loved. She came pretty effortlessly and it was, it was such a blessing. So um, fast forward, let's see, 13, 14, 15 years, 14 years. No, <laughs> 30 years later. 13 or 14 years, I um, met with a friend synchronistically. I had just, you know, watched a short film and it had hypnotherapy in it. And I was like, but it was, of course, like a 
thriller. So it wasn't, yeah. <laughs> you know, it kind of got my brain thinking. And then I ran into a friend and she was like, I just had this experience. I had hypnotherapy. It changed my life. This is what happened. And I was like, wow. Okay. And it just kind of kept coming up. And it just so happened that she had, um, the woman that she had received it from was a trainer. And, um, so I got a session from her that was very profound and beautiful. And then I just went right into the program. I knew that it was my next step. It was the thing that I wanted to do next and add to my medicine basket, my, you know, my satchel of, um, tools. And so here I am. Yes. Wow. What a way to enter offering that to other people. I feel like that's so, I mean, it's similar to like my paths too of things of like experiencing something ourselves and then myself and then knowing, oh, well, I want to be able to offer this to others too. And then diving deeper and understanding it on these other levels. Um, For you, what I wonder if there are any like experiences or stories you can share of specific um maybe reasons why people might come to you and then how the hypnotherapy and like maybe even what a session like what does that involve what does that look like for a person who's never experienced one I would. Um, So the beautiful part about um, the training that I took and the woman that I um, learned under was that she has created this program that is so complete. I received so much work in that time that was so deeply transformative for me, breaking through barriers that I didn't even know I had. Mm -hmm. So because I've received so much of it, it's like, and in every way, there are just vast numbers of access, you know, a different reasons why you would receive this therapy. Um, I work with, um, addiction. I work with, uh, anxiety and depression as another reason, um, phobias. I work with past life regression. I do, um, kind of goal creating. Um, I do what's called parts therapy. Um, When we're in our life in a place where we know we want to achieve something, we want to get there. We just don't take the steps. We just, we even know the steps. We see the steps. We know how to get there, but we just can't. It's like paralyzation almost. We just can't move forward. So when there are parts of ourselves that are not on board with that, it's, it's hard to move forward. And so that's what parse therapy is for. I will start with um, what hypnotherapy is really. In the subconscious mind, we store all of our beliefs, all of our experiences, all of our memories. The subconscious mind does not reason with time. Time is not a thing. It's everything is now. So everything that we experience, every time that any trauma or any experience or belief gets triggered, it's as if it's happening now. It's not bringing up an old memory. It's living in this, in this moment. And that's why we feel so frozen or, you know, whatever our nervous system does in those instances, that's where the trigger comes from. Our subconscious mind doesn't sleep. Everything is, it's, there's no negatives and no positives. It just is. 
So um, it's also the most powerful and lasting way to make change. In hypnotherapy, I do what's called an induction. It's just a gentle guidance into a deep level state of relaxation to where we can bypass that critical factor, which is our the car part of our conscious mind that's like, no, you know what happened with, you know, when that happens, no, we don't agree with that. We do agree with this. We don't, right? It's always working unless we sleep. So in that state of deep relaxation, we can, it creates like an opening into our subconscious mind where we can access, we can take information or put new information in. And I liken it to surgery. It's like you go in, you get a new knee, you leave and you're a new person. You can do things that you couldn't do before when you got there. That it's very similar to that. Um, yeah. Do you have any questions about that? I can say more, but I want to like make sure that I'm being clear. So the person is in that you're working with is in sort of a meditative state. And then once they're in that state, then you do some work together and then you pull them back out at us at the end or how does that flow? So one, let's use an example of a phobia. Someone comes in, they have a fear of something in their life, um, fear of the dark, fear of um, speaking in front of people, of asking their boss for a raise, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. come in, we have a short interview to just get an idea of what's going on when it's happening in their life. Um, I do a, an induction and they just allow themselves to get into a relaxed state. From then I guide them to a place um, in their body or in their mind that a memory that triggers that phobia. And first of all, our subconscious mind always is there to support us. It wants to, and is ready to give and receive everything that's needed. Um, and so we go to that memory, they experience it. Um, and oftentimes it, a rewrite happens. So something happened that triggered a fear in us and created a belief that's not allowing us to enjoy something in our life or to achieve something in our life. We can, through this therapy, go in and rewrite that experience, which after that, that's the reality. That's how it lives in our body. Oftentimes also we'll create what's called a signal, a kinesthetic signal to recreate that experience that we have in that deep meditative state. Um, it also creates a new neural pathway in our minds. So every time we do the signal in our conscious waking life, it just strengthens that new neural pathway and it just keeps recreating that new reality that we've created in that state. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the person that is going through the experience, do they remember every moment afterwards? So being in a trance state, you're very alert. If any, you hear all the sounds, you, if anything were to happen, you would just get up and take care of it. You know, you're, you're fully in control. Um, the other thing about it is that um, our conscious mind is always, when we're awake, it's awake, it's there. So if I suggest something that your conscious mind is like, I don't think so, it, you won't receive it. So it's really guided by the client and whoever is doing the work. Mm -hmm. 
And is touch any part of this or are you not touching at all in this? I'm currently just doing remote sessions at this time. Mm -hmm. I'm not laying my hands. Virtually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. That was going to be one of my other questions was like, can this be done virtually? Yeah. Yeah, Which is great because after you go through a transformative experience like that, I tend to like sit in my car for a long time to kind of like get myself ready to go back out in the world if I'm receiving it at someone's space mm-hmm. but virtually it's like okay I'm just gonna make myself a little nest and <laughs> nurture myself back to whatever after I'm finished you know which is really lovely uh, way to experience it yeah do you find that people often like things are resolved in one session or three sessions, eight sessions, you know, what's, uh, I know that I'm sure there's some variety, but is there a pattern that you have seen? I would say, um, it really depends on the person. I think how I describe this for myself is that as I, the more I do the work, the more layers I pull, down it's kind of like an onion people have used that analogy Mm -hmm. every layer that I take off of myself that's not really me it's an armor protecting me Mm -hmm. every layer that I break down reveals something else so if you can imagine everything is connected in us right everything that we experience it's all connected all our experiences all our past all our future all of our relationships everything right um So yes, things can be resolved in one session. If we're dealing with a 20 year addiction that you've had an issue with, um, then there are other parts of us that need. So what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that some things impact all of our parts. Other things are just like, it's really specific. It's just this, it's just this area of my life. It's this one thing, you know, um, so it really depends on the person and how far they want to take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the specific thing, because yeah, like you're saying, some things could be so intertwined where once you pull one thread or layer that then it reveals something else that also needs some attention or, you know, they might desire it there into the next thing until they feel a sense of completion. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I know for myself too, I kind of, it's kind of a drug for me. (laughs) Like it's an addiction. I love it. I love the sense of freedom that I get. Mm -hmm. It's like when something comes up, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to get a session (laughs) because I love that experience. You know, it's like, there's no limit. Yeah. I mean, healing is open-ended and endless, right? Like, and we're always having also new experiences that might later need healing as humans, like, I don't feel like we're ever also done having those challenging experiences, because they're just part of being human. Yes, I absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there's nowhere to get right. It's like, this is a journey. And it's magical. If we let it be, we can just keep experiencing it and newly every time. And yeah, yeah. And how long are sessions? Um, technically they're around an hour. Um, I've done a few that are longer and I've done some that are shorter. It really depends on your ability to get to that place of, um, accessibility, I guess, just that, that, 
you know, some people practice meditation, some people go in and out of trance very easily, and some people are resistant. And so that is mostly, I think, what takes the time. Yeah. Sometimes past life um, sessions can take a little longer, um, as well as I do what's called gestalt therapy. Um, it's a way to connect with someone that you have adversity with that you can't resolve in real life. Um, it could be someone that's past. It could be someone that's here. Um, just creating that space where you can kind of get resolve within yourself. So and sometimes those take a little longer, depending yeah. on the person. Yeah, but I've not heard of that before. I can imagine how useful that would so, be. Yeah. Yes. And before we were talking a little bit about, so, you know, I'm in the realm of like birth and birthing and deathing are like my two big passions and celebrating those parts of our lives. And I know that you spoke a little bit about how this could be useful, you know, in how it was useful for your own pregnancy. And then also if you could speak a little bit to maybe other ways it might be useful in pregnancy, in postpartum, in mothering. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. So my experience that I shared with you was definitely um, profound for me. It definitely made a huge difference. I think that we all on a subconscious level probably have fears or things that come up around birthing a child, <laughs> um, growing a child, knowing what to do, how to care for that child, um, especially being new mothers. Um, so I think in one way that hypnotherapy can help expecting mothers is um, like I did kind of just going with the intention of, you know, what's here, what can I clear, what, you know, this is my goal, this is the experience I want to have, you know, and, and taking that approach. Another way um, to utilize hypnotherapy is to directly connect with your baby's energy and spirit. So you can go and connect with that entity that you're growing in your body and really create a bond and a, a connection um, on a deeper level, as well as just, um, you know, another way I utilize hypnotherapy is to communicate with different parts of our body. So kind of venturing into our body and communicating what what's needed here, what's not needed, what's out of balance, what is not and what's in balance and how can I support this balance? Um, what is my body needing to go through this transformation of growing a human life within me? Um, like I said before, pain management, there's so many ways. Um, another great way is to, um, if, you know, say you've had a tough experience giving birth previously, maybe you um we're in the hospital and things didn't go the way you'd like, or maybe you, you know, who knows? There's so many. Mm -hmm. I mean, birth right now in this country is just women. There's medical obstetrical violence and rape happening during births every day. Exactly. And women, I mean, of course I want those things not to be happening, but I also think it's important for the women that those things have happened to that they have pathways to healing and this is one for them 
which is actually one thing I was just going to speak to. Um, I also, over the years, have offered um, womb healing women's circles. So we come together and kind of work through the traumas that we've experienced in our womb space, um, in our sacred flower of life space. <laughs> um, so that's another way to utilize this, um, preparing yourself to have a child. Maybe you're not even pregnant yet, and you know that there's things that you really want to clear and heal and transform in yourself and come back to that place of just centered knowing and, um, and health and vibrancy. Um, that's another way to um, utilize this therapy. As far as postpartum, a lot of people go through a, an intense chemical imbalance after they have their baby. Um, a lot of people, a lot of women that birth in hospitals don't have the experience of being able to connect with their baby right away. And so there's just really endless opportunities to heal those bonds, heal those moments and recreate a connection. Um, as far as uh, baby and mama, and, and again, you know, were there a, the tragic loss of a child, um, which I actually doula just recently, a birth of a child that was stillborn. Um, you know, that's another an opportunity to kind of really venture in there and create healing, connect with that entity and that life that has passed and whatnot, so. And as you were speaking about death, um, I utilize it in that way too. I've done a lot of work with people preparing to die over the years. And so I have definitely have a passion for that kind of just entering and leaving, you know, those two really uh, profound and, and um, just major events in our lives. Um, so yeah, there's, I feel that there's a lot of uh, opportunity to clear and prepare ourselves to leave our bodies and, um, you know, wrap things up, so to speak. So. Yeah. Those transformative like portal birth of birth and death. Mm -hmm. We all experience them both. Yeah. What is something that maybe you didn't know about hypnotherapy or that you think other people maybe should know that they wouldn't normally know about it? That's a great question. Um, I think probably a commonly asked question is, am I hypnotizable? Um, so yes, everyone mostly is. Uh, like I said, though, it is up to the person. If they have a fear, or they don't want to. That's something that we work with previously, uh, previous to the session. Um, there are a lot of ways to work around that. Um, if you think about it, hip, hypnosis is every time you have a focused attention. Um, so watching television. If you're watching, your, your subconscious mind does not know the difference between something that's happening that's um, creating a, an emotional experience for you and you being that person that's doing it. So that's something that happens all the time. Um, have you ever driven in your car and gotten to the place and been like, I don't know how I got here, but I did. <laughs> that's another, you know, just sitting in your car and thinking about something else. You're really, you're somewhere else and you're here. That's it. That's, that's a very simple way to describe 
hypnosis. It's like, we're constantly putting ourselves, all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. It's, it's, we allow it and we create it and we, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so as far as questions, I think that there's a lot of media, you know, there's people that use it for entertainment and it make it look like, uh, they're controlling the subject, which isn't true. They're very, very um, willing <laughs> to be suggestible. And that's what it takes to do that sort of a thing. So um, yeah. this question is like, you're talking and does the client, is the client also talking? Do people cry in sessions, laugh, other emotions? I'm just, yeah, yes. Yeah. So absolutely. Um, we are interacting, uh, in once you get to that state and enter that space, whatever, wherever your subconscious is taking us to mm -hmm. heal this particular, um, area of your life, uh, there's interaction that happens. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll ask questions or just ask the person to describe what's happening or what's around them, how they're feeling, um, my, my ask where you feel it in your body, what you're needing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes there's like a clear knowing of like the story or like the trauma that a person's going back to or a specific part of your body. And, but are there other sessions where you're sort of going in together, but you don't know exactly where it's headed? Absolutely. Yeah. Mostly that's, that's mostly what I experience. Yeah. People mm -hmm. are sure as to where it comes from. And so I'm surprised about where something might be held or, or just surprised that they remember a memory or that they didn't remember that memory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You mentioned, I forget the way that you termed it, but something about um, like eating and eating uh, disorders or oh, maybe eating disorders or Weight oh, management. weight mastery. mastery. Weight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm curious for you to share more about that and how that's maybe different than other types or how. So when I work with someone intending to lose weight or stop behaving a certain way with food change to that wants to transform their experience with food or maybe mm -hmm. transform their experience with their body. Mm -hmm. It's oftentimes a, a combination of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, it tends to be more of a program. Um, will and each person it's different. It, um, because so what does program mean in this constellation? Meaning, meaning having a series of sessions, including um, your own work at home, kind of a, a created, you know, charting yeah. things journaling, um, creating an exercise, uh, regimen for yourself, um, connecting with other people, maybe creating connections with people that are going through the same transformation, wanting to lose weight or wanting to, um, achieve weight mastery, you know, um, yeah, there. So, and, and like I said, because every person's reason is so intricately different, Mm -hmm. um, the approach is very different and what sessions we do, why we do them. It just depends on the individual. Yeah. yeah. I feel you on that. Cause like in the mentorship, sistership work that I do with women, it's so people are like, yeah, what do you do? And I'm like, 
it really depends on each woman, like, and where they're coming to me from, like, I'm gonna, you know, mentor, sistership, support people differently if they have already had three babies and all at home or one in the hospital or you're different than someone who's only had C-sections or has never had a baby. Like we're going to have different dialogue and um, different ways of interacting. So I totally get this, that it's so individualized. Yeah, those women have a different relationship with their experience, right? It's like, you can't even lump together the people that have this kind of experience because it's just so intricately different, right? We're yeah. all wired differently. We've all grown up differently. We've all had different experiences and views of ourselves, views of life. So it's pretty, it's, it's what keeps it exciting. You know, I learn with every person that I connect with. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. We're all unique and changing all the time as well. Mm -hmm. Another thing I'm passionate about is working with other adoptees and adopting families because I had the experience of, you know, I know you do a lot of work with birth and, and, um, this is like, I think for myself, the reason I'm so driven and so inspired by the healing arts is because I came into the world without having that connection. Yeah, you had that primal wound, right? That's what they call it, that separation from your mother. Yeah. And so, I mean, my journey in this life has been seeking that answer to reconnect those parts of me, right? It's like, and so... um, that, that piece for me really altered everything in my life when I finally was able to, and it was years, it was a lifetime basically of healing that, you know, and finding different ways. But, but I will say that once I experienced and allowed myself to go there in this therapy, it altered things in a way that it could never be the same. I have physical experiences when I receive this work. Um, sometimes my body will vibrate. Sometimes I'll have a, such a strong physical experience when things are altering on a cellular level in that space, in that trance state. Um, it's really beautiful and, and it's changed everything for me. So I feel really, uh, inspired and excited to offer that, um, freedom and that reconnection to, other children and adults that have been adopted that have had and and for any reason have that poor wound where we didn't have that connection you know we never like cell on a cellular level never connected with our mothers you know and and that's a big deal so you know a lot more about that and I mean yeah that's so huge and I'm so glad that you are you know, working with people in this way. And I am curious, I mean, you just sort of spoke, you spoke to how it's been transformative for you, the having this hypnotherapy work with your adoption wound and that primal wound. Are there any specific, like, one or two things you can name that you like noticed that were different before and after for you? Like ways of interacting or I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, definitely. I'm, it's hard to pinpoint because I've had so much work. (laughs) Like I've received so many sessions, but I know 
you know, I remember a moment when it was just so clear how newly I was interacting with everything, not just people, not just scenarios, circumstances, just not just myself, but all of those things, like a literal, like altercation that happened that I've never experienced it the same again. So um, more specifically with myself, I would say absolutely shedded a level of um, kind of critical thinking about myself. Mm -hmm. Um, That is like night and day. Yeah. Yeah. And effortless too. Wow. It's like, it's like a fish hook is hooked in and then you, you, you let it out and you know, you could still feel it there, but it's not there anymore. And so you're like, Oh, weird. I'm acting some, I'm not hooked to this thing anymore. Like I'm free, you know? And so you're surprised every time how free you are. Um, I would say as far as presenting my um, offering, it's altered that um, my ability to speak highly of what I do and and how I do it and just myself period. Yeah. Um, so my confidence uh, has changed drastically. Um, my desire to share more about myself and and my life and what I do. Um, just the, the level of which I experience, being at ease with people. And um, I just recently did a um, an event for a place called Harmony Woods Retreat Center here in Spokane. And that was really neat. It was my first time vending because I'm like, I don't, I'm not selling anything, but I'm just <laughs> offering my services. And, and it was really fun. I just, I, the experience that I had was like no other that I'd ever really allowed myself to be fully in my element, sharing about something I'm on fire about and connecting with people. It was beautiful. It was really neat. So I would just say uh, overall, like just a very elevated level of joy and ability to deeply enjoy my life even okay. more than ever before. So, wow. yeah. and I'm free. I feel free. And that's the biggest piece. That is so needed in the world, in people, in women. Mm. Yeah, it's available. It, it really, it literally is just a willingness and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know. It's just like, yeah, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you were talking, I was thinking a little bit about, so a lot of the work that, a lot of things that end up coming up with the women that I provide sistership support to is like, are like boundaries and like finding their own inner voice, their inner authority. And when you were speaking about this, it made me think that you probably also do some of this. So yeah, I'm curious if you work specifically on those things as women and what that might look like. I do. I do. Um, like I said, I do work with people on relationships. So relationships are just such a huge part of our life. I mean, and there are just so many levels and different ways that we relate. Right. Um, 
So like I said before, I work with people um, with phobias. Maybe you want to speak up at work and you want to say your ideas. Maybe you want to share, you know, whatever. Or maybe you want to say something to your boss. Um, I work with women and men, anyone that, that has those issues. Um, as far as uh, boundaries, I would say for myself, they just kind of altered. When I healed those trauma traumatic experiences that kind of created a, let's see, how would I put this? A lack of self-expression, a lack of freedom around my own self-expression. When mm -hmm. I, when I knowingly, that's what I, you know, I feel stifled. I want to feel powerful in this area because I know I am right going in with that um intention I would say would absolutely create an altered experience um of yourself in that in that situation in life you know where you um as far as boundaries the more we come back to ourselves the more natural it is to protect ourselves mm -hmm. um so it can happen you know, with the intention of coming in and saying, I need to create clear boundaries. And I, this is my, you know, this is my goal for this session. And it can also happen just, you know, yeah, it's a it, part of the experience. Yeah. yeah. And, and I kind of like, I kind of, ex I explain after a session, after a really just life altering a session, you're just like, wow, that was a deep, wound that was like a core thing that I just transformed as you get out and begin to move around in your life again um because we've created new neural pathways that are strengthening as we continue forward and continue to use that new reality um we'll just you'll begin to notice a difference in how you react and how you um approach things from before and it just continues to like trickle out like yeah like the ripple effects yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah so did that answer your question yeah yeah I think so yeah so the therapies that mm -hmm. I use the most are a lot of times you know we're trying to get somewhere and we just can't get there we want a goal and we can't reach it um I utilized a number of different therapies to work with people with that um I would say um, relationships are a really big one, um, making big life decisions. Uh, yeah, I mean, weight loss, obviously, addiction. I do a lot of addiction. I, a lot of people are interested in um, past life regressions. Um, it can be I love that people are becoming more aware of that as like a possibility. I do too, I do too. And I want to talk a little bit about that because it doesn't always have to be a trauma. It right. doesn't have to be going back to a lifetime that created this trauma for your life or for your. Um, yeah. Can you also maybe define what a past life regression is for people who might be listening and be like, what even is that? Yeah. And the thing is, too, honestly, because not everyone, you know, I don't think we all are like, yes, this for sure exists. I can't prove it, but it does, you know, I believe it. Not everybody has that belief, you know? So I would say, um, it's, 
maybe not for everyone, but everyone else. I don't think anything is for everyone, right? Like, so everyone has access to it. However, even Mm -hmm. though, like, even though we have conscious beliefs, like our subconscious is just like, I'm going to take you where I'm going to take you. (laughs) It's pretty cool. So a past life regression, like I was explaining, um, you can go back to a, a lifetime having the intention um, to heal something that is impacting your life today. You can also go back to a past life to glean creativity, a strength, a, um, you know, a talent that you had in that lifetime and bring that into your body, into this current lifetime. Um, you can, yeah, you can do, you can just do it to see, Hey, I want to know who in my lifetime this time has been with me before and what roles have they played? And so how that would go is just a typical um, hypnotherapy session where I do the trance um, and you, uh, I do the induction and you go into the trance and then we just go to a place, another lifetime that blah, 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 whatever your goal is, whatever your intended outcome is and you can visit that place. Another really fun, and I don't know why I'm sure this, I just think it's so fun. Another really fun exercise to do is like, you go into that, that state, travel, say down a hallway to a room full of doors and they're all closets. So you choose the closet that, that calls to you and you go to that closet and then there's maybe three or four garment bags. So choose one of the, those garment bags and put, put that garment on. Once you get it on, there's a mirror over here. And I want you to look and see who are you? What, what are you wearing? What, and oftentimes you'll be a different person. It's not you. It's like, you're looking in the mirror and then you're going to choose a door and you're going to go through the door. And where are you in this outfit? And it's really neat. It's just like, it's kind of fun. Yeah. It's so, it's just so accessible. It's not like woo woo and weird. It's not like you have to have certain practices or beliefs it's just very accessible yeah awesome what other um maybe what are any reasons that people might come to you to do this work that we haven't already named that someone wouldn't like immediately think of are there any others you'd want to presence here that's a great question um Another reason people may come and choose hypnotherapy is to um, break blocks around money and receiving and wealth. That's another really powerful one that um, really ultimately any area of your life that you want change, there's access with the therapy. Mm-hmm. So any area. You want to bring something new into your life. You want to have a new experience. You want to meet new people. You want to expand something. Um, You want to heal your body. Yeah. So. Okay. I mean, if you can think of something that you think maybe I'm like trying to think. I don't know. I mean, before we started recording, you named so many different things and I know we haven't talked about them all. And so I was just trying to like think, oh, is there anything else that we want to presence here? Yeah. I mean, I did mention briefly addictions. Um, 
you know, smoking or uh, drinking, or um, it could be relationships, addictions to a certain type of person. Um, addiction is basically anything that we keep doing that we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or is harming us maybe in some way as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share here today? I think mostly just um, you can just access and learn about the other things that I do from my website, which is uh, nayelihypnotherapy.com. And she'll, Amana. Yeah, at least will be in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, yeah share that information um I offer just uh consultations to kind of answer any of your questions and concerns or um ahead of scheduling sessions yeah I just look forward to working with new people and and I'm open to uh doing work with things that I haven't that I haven't worked with before so don't hesitate to ask because I think there's really an endless amount of access here with this with this work so yeah well how exciting I can feel your passion for it I can feel that you have experienced the healing the profound healing impact yourself and also witnessed it in others I did want to mention one thing I have a passion about working with kids I love 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 working with kids um with kids it's so much more accessible because they're always so deeply in that um, kind of imaginative mindset um, that it really it isn't the involved or the extent of what you would uh, an adult would need. So it's it's like storytelling and sharing and co-creating a story and um, the power around kids having access to this therapy is that they then alter and transform those negative core beliefs that we create. And this is something I should have talked about earlier. So as young children, as we're developing, we are creating our core beliefs Mm -hmm. um, about life, about people, about what's safe, about what's not safe, about who we are, how we uh, get love, if we're lovable, how all of those decisions are made at a very, very young age when we're so just malleable, or we're very, um, we'll take it on, you know, the people that we trust, um, you know, we take their word as the truth. And, and sometimes that can be damaging. Well, imagine healing that experience as a young, young child, rather than 25, 30 years later. And so creating this kind of clear path to really step into your full expression and your just authenticity and traveling through life you know, maybe receiving this kind of access to this thing's not working. I don't know why I feel this way, or I'm upset about this and just working that through and, and creating a new belief as a young child, just, it's so inspiring. It's like the transformation of the planet of humanity. If we had the awareness, right. Of like how these shortcomings in some instances how these beliefs guide us through life and limit us. Wow. Like 
what a beautiful, yeah. Yeah. Possibility to create freedom around that at such a young age. Ah, yeah. That would transform the whole world, wouldn't it? And there are tools to allow yourself, you know, to continue this work. It's like, yes, there's a lot of power in having space held for us. That was something that drew drew me to this therapy because I had been doing so much work on myself for so long. I really needed someone to hold space for me. I knew where I wanted to be and I just couldn't get over the threshold by myself. I needed that partnership, that safe, sacred space held for me by another. And that's what made all the difference. And so it's just like, but in addition to that, I utilize this knowledge now with myself. Yeah. You know, once you've been in that, that space, you can recreate it anytime within yourself. You can revisit any session. You can create another one that I do, and I'm kind of extending this on, but um, oh, it's awesome. other work that I do with people is to um, connect to, to guides or higher self or um, your inner guide. Um, So we'll do a session to connect with that. And you create a space that is a sacred and safe place for you to continue to revisit any time. Yeah, which is just an ongoing tool for you, right? It's like, it's for life. Um, And that's, I think that's, you know, well, I know all, that's been my, um, my focus through all of the work that I've done for the last 25 years is to give the tools to the people. It's like, I can show you the path, but here are the tools like you, you know, so that you can access and keep utilizing this, this knowledge and this freedom, you can keep recreating it for yourself as well. So, um, yeah, that's such an important part. Like, yeah, that you don't always just, yeah. And the work that you do with people, the work that I do with people, you don't always need me. Like, like you said, it's good to have that guide in those initial times. And then we give you the tools to then be able to access it in the future on your own. Yep. Keep reaccessing. Yeah. And so any place that you create in that space with me is yours. Like you carry every experience that you have in that, uh, in that sacred healing space is yours to access anytime. And that's like one of my favorite parts of this. So Mm. love 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 that and I I wouldn't be complete without saying you know one of the biggest pieces for me in in the holistic approach that I've created in my life for health is nature and you know as hypnotherapy isn't connected directly to nature like the therapy isn't actually oftentimes you are in nature in 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 that space. Um, I think because I've done so many different, shared so many different modalities of healing, um, it just naturally kind of blends in with what I do now. And so I'm always, you know, encouraging people to reconnect with nature and spend more time outside and spend more time alone outside and really feeling themselves and their bodies and and in themselves and, and around their surroundings. Um, as well as movement and sound and song. And t- these are some other things that I've shared and in, in, um, over the years. And I continue to uh, just reconnecting with uh, the wholeness of ourselves through movement and through nature and through sound and through connection. And um, 
Yeah. And energy, just coming back to that place and remembering that we are all energy and we are all connected and linked and um, having access to that, you know, and so really this is just one piece of a full spectrum of the journey of healing and, and holding and returning and, um, you know, living this life to the fullest. Yes. Thank you so much for that beautiful reminder that, you know, yes, I feel the same way about nature and movement and sound. And I love the way that you spoke all of that right now. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And I look forward to hugging you in the flesh sometime this summer. Good. Me too. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today to the heart of the soul. If you love the podcast, I would be so grateful if you would choose to subscribe, rate, review, or share the show. If you feel aligned with me and my energy and are feeling drawn to unearth your wild inner knowing, birth your baby wild and free, need support navigating the medical system, are feeling stuck in your grief, are curious about receiving an intuitive mediumship reading, or need a safe person to debrief and integrate a traumatic birth experience with, I am here for you. I have walked alongside women and mothers for over a decade, witnessing real healing, change, confidence, and stability be unearthed in them. I believe that women claiming their sovereignty, returning to their own inner knowing and embodying their wild will truly transform the world. To learn more, book your free clarity call, at www.birthingnova.love. Until next time, remember to be brave, be loved, be wild, be you, and be the change that you seek for yourself and also for the generations to come. Mwah.